You're listening to Living Free and Fulfilled. I'm Katie Bach, your host, a Gemini, yogi, intuitive spiritual guide who believes in the magic and the power, the wisdom that lives inside of you. And that's what this podcast is all about. I am on a mission to empower you to create a life that feels good for you, a life where you can live it your way. Tune in each week to hear from me, to meet new people as they are interviewed, as we share together tips, tools, practices, experiences that have guided us to create a life that feels good so that we can support you on your journey to live a life aligned with your soul as you plug back into yourself rediscover your power, your inner wisdom, and the magic that truly flows throughout you. Are you ready to live free and fulfilled? A new episode starts now. Welcome back to Living Free and Fulfilled. I am Katie Bach, your host, here with Rini York, and we are going to talk about Aries season, which is the first season of the astrological new year. So we've just hit this new year, which means it's also the first sign in the zodiac cycle. So Rini, can we just start off by you sharing with us what exactly that means? Yeah. So uh, to me, it's like a new year's. It's just, this is, you know, we think of January in our calendar of like January is the start of the year. So this is the start of the astrological year. So it's like a new year's, which to me is all about reflecting on where we've been and considering where we're going. So this, uh, it's a great time to set intentions. It's also, you know, you connect to the seasons. This is at least in the Northern hemisphere, right? It's the start of spring. Everything is coming up, right? It's, it's new beginnings. You see the buds on the trees and you see, um, you know, it's like thing, the seeds are coming up, right? Everything's blooming. Animals are having babies, you know, it's just like all the baby calves, I, you know, and the, and the colts and every, you know, it's like, it's this new start, new beginning. So it's a great time to, um, to reflect, to pause and to set intentions. I love that. I love that idea of correlating it with spring for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere. And even for someone in the Southern Hemisphere, and they're going into kind of this fall winter time, it's still almost a time of new beginnings, right? Because even in the fall, we're kind of shedding the old and creating space to open up for that new beginning in the spring. Exactly. It's also, you know, both times it's a time for reflection, right? It's just like in, you know, it's like if you're in the autumn and then the leaves are falling and it's like all of this, like, you know, you're having to, you know, your garden is ending and you're having to like, okay, well, you've learned of like, what are we going to do next year? Right. It's like breaking things down and earth is, you know, composting everything to start again. Um, so it is very much this time of new beginnings. Um, Aries starts on the spring equinox, which is also, you know, marking the spring, but it's a time of balance between the extremes. So the equinox is equal day, equal night. And so I love that, that it's like this time of balance. It's almost like a resetting, right? Like this is a time where we're coming back to like this personal, right? within signs and the stars. And so it's like this resetting of everything. 
um, those new beginnings, those intentions you're talking about. So can you kind of share with us a little bit more about what Aries is, right? Aries is a fire sign. So with this element of new beginnings and setting intentions, there also comes this spark. Yes, totally. So you're totally right. This is like, you know, the journey through, um, through the Zodiac is we start in the personal signs. And so because we're, we're hitting this new, uh, new cycle, it's like, we're starting with the personal and to start things takes that spark, right? It's like, um, it takes energy, it takes motion. And this is what Aries is all about. So it's like any fire starts with a spark, right? It's like that charge. And so that's what Aries is. It's all about initiation. It's about passion. It's about desire. Um, it's interesting because we were talking with my kids, we're like, hey, how come Aries gets such a bad rap for being like hot headed, right? That's like always the thing, that fire thing. But there's so much more to fire. Fire is transformation. Fire is healing, right? It's like fire is what has helped you know, us evolve, right? Think of like back in the, you know, cave people days, it's like fire, it's, it's health, it's life, right? Without fire, um, you know, I mean, there's not, there's not a lot that we can do. So to me, it's a really important place. And Aries is, um, it's called cardinal fire. So it's, it is the initiatory fire. It's the fire that begins. And so, um, you know, the cardinal signs begin each season. And so this is the, the cardinal sign that starts spring, but it takes that, that fire. If you think of seed energy, um, that's like that fire coming out, right? That literally the seed has a totally different makeup than when it's a fully matured plant, right? It's like, that's why when you're sprouting things, it's actually healthier because there's more nutrition in there to make the transformation happen. There's more potential. That's such a beautiful way to explain it. It's like the seed, right? We're planting the seeds right now for them to blossom. And I almost wonder if more of us followed the uh, astrological new year versus our annual new year, because, you know, so many of us find ourselves setting these intentions in January, but really based on the energy of the stars and the celestial beings and, and astrology, it, the energy to start new, to set your intentions is actually right now in March when Aries is jumping off because that is the energy. So, you know, I wonder if we really set our intentions now, how much more fluid, how much more would we flow with those intentions versus trying to do it in January when we're actually still in this time of like reflection and like resting and, you know, getting prepared for those seeds to be planted? Completely. I agree with you totally. And I find, and I do, I do both, but it's very different. Like my, um, you know, and I do mine really more around solstice, like that time between solstice and uh, New Year's is that real reflective time for me where I choose this kind of, um, where am I at? What is the theme that's emerging? And so it's this very much more like reflective kind of 
um, intention that I'm setting of like, yeah, that's, you know, like last year, my theme was trust. And um, this year, I'm really looking at the paradoxes. And so um, it's, it's always interesting for me to just kind of set a theme, but this, this type of intention setting for me is much more active. Um, because you're right, it's like winter is time for storage. It's, you know, it's hibernation time, especially in places where it's cold. Like, um, you know, I grew up in Boston, so I totally, it's like winter is hibernation. <laughs> like, yes. I, well, I don't do things. I'm not a social and I used to judge myself, but to me, that's tapping into the flow and, you know, that, that wisdom that is in nature all around us. I think we forget that we are nature. And astrology, yes, it's a science and it's fun and it's cool, but astrology is just the cycles. It's just nature. And so we're just a reflection of each other. It's so beautiful. We are a reflection of each other. I love that so, so much. And and as to what you're saying, you know, the winter, like time of hibernation, you know, if you're in Boston or like I'm, you know, in Maryland and we still have pretty cold winters and stay inside as well. So all of you who live in warm climates, you know, that's great. But in the winter, we're really hibernating up north, um, you know, but it's it's like the time to nourish the soil. You know, we're hibernating, but it's like we're nourishing the soil so then when we get to this point of the spring or of this airy season, we can start planting those seeds. So I just want to say to anyone who is listening, if you set intentions in January, but they kind of fell through the cracks or you couldn't quite grasp them at that point, don't be so hard on yourself. Try it again now. This is the energy of fire. Right now, we're in this energy of fire. And like Rini said, Fire is about transformation and healing, but it also has this active energy of yang energy, right? So it gives us this passion and inspiration to take action. We also want to remember, this is where I think Aries gets their their bad name of being a hothead because we want that balance between the action and the rest, right? So we want to be in that fire and like harness the energy don't forget, though, that you also need to balance that with rest, you know, like let the fire die down a little bit so that it can then spark back up when you throw another log on it. Exactly. And it's it's interesting because, you know, for me, looking at the paradoxes this year and there's really a um, this theme of fire and water is really important this year, just even in the Chinese um, system and astrology. And that's really the foundation of life right, is this interaction between water and fire. And if you think about springtime and how the fire starts to emerge, right, it's not like full on, it's not like summer heat, right? It's like, it's like, oh, you have a nice warm day and it starts to warm up. And then maybe you have a little coolness and then maybe you have a warm day and then it rains. And that, you know, it's just this kind of this, um, they're integrated in the springtime. There's really, um, it's, it's very, it moves very quickly and you don't really know what's going to show up, but there is this balance already in nature of nourishing, right? It's like, okay, we're going to warm up, um, you know, with cooking too, right? If you just turn on the heat too fast, it's like, you're going to burn it. 
but you have to just kind of gradually get the pot to the temperature and get the food to the temperature and let it get there, right? And so in that way, we're, we're still nourishing. So that's really important, I think, to, um, like you said, to nourish our root, like you do with your practices of yoga. And, you know, it's so important, um, really for the entire year, right? What we're doing now is going to influence the entire year. So it's not just, we're not just setting those intentions and planting those seeds of intentions, but this is also a great time to plant seeds of new habits that are yes. supporting you, right? Especially because we're in this fire energy. So it's that time of action. It's a time of transformation too, which I think sometimes we think of fire and we think of action and, and all this, you know, it, it brings this yang energy, but it's also the time of transformation, which can inspire a lot of yin energy because you need rest to integrate with that transformation. So, you know, like, what are you feeling called to bring into your life now, not just in the way of intentions, but in new habits that are going to support you to actually grow that intention, right? And what I love about what you said with the new habits is that Aries is also about the self, right? Aries, you know, and it's another place where they get a bad rap for being selfish. And, and, you know, it's like every sign has their shadow aspects to it. But to me, shadow is really neutral, right? Shadow is just where the light hasn't shown yet. Um, And so, you know, just like things can be selfish, but sometimes we're not selfish enough, right? Sometimes we are not, um, taking care and tending to and nurturing and inspiring and all of those things with ourselves, And that's where everything begins. Yes, absolutely. Like 100% agree with you. And, and sometimes too, when we talk about action, we think it's all doing because that's typically what we think of as action. But Sometimes the action, the yang energy is actually interwoven with the yin because your action step is to make space for rest. Yes, exactly. I love that. And a lot of people don't talk about that. Um, but like in Tai Chi, we talk about Wu Wei and that is action, non-action. And that is that perfect balance between yin and yang. How much how much energy do you put into the action and to the, to the moving and things like that? And how much do you put into the rest um, and having that balance so that everything circulates and everything's healthy. And that's where um, really it's just like this portal that opens up with intuition and all these things. When you have that, that balance point, um, and this is a little off topic, but also really relevant this year is like, with all of, you know, Venus and Mars, you know, they've been conjunct and Mars is kind of representative of Aries because it's at home in Aries. So it has all of those same energies, but, you know, Mars is that divine masculine, Venus is this divine feminine. And so we really are being called right now to really look at that balance of the yin and the yang, of the action and the rest of our heart and our passion. And so this is really... um, I think even more potent this year. Absolutely. I think it's so, so great that we're talking about this. I just love it so much. I love this conversation. And I love that we are able to bring this to the listeners, you know, this information and this guidance, because so often we don't consider what's going on 
in the stars. We don't consider the energy and how it's affecting us. And, you know, so Rini, as the astrologer that is my go-to person, love, love, love you so much. Um, what guidance can you give the listeners for this Aries season? How can they connect to the Aries energy and any other just like little tips for managing that fire energy as it comes through? So I love that you brought up the stars because um, it's, it's such a kind of confusing thing of how astrology really works or why it works and things like that. And there's all these different you know, ideas and beliefs of, is it predestined or, you know, what's happening? And I really believe that we have free will and choice, but that the stars are mirroring what's happening. You know, they say as above, so below, as on the inside, so on the outside. And so really it's just a mirror image. We can look to the sky and learn about ourselves and we can um, look inside and connect to the sky. I mean, we've been doing that for thousands of years, just staring out at the stars um, to get guidance and direction. So for me, you know, when we're talking about Aries season and cardinal fire, I think the, the greatest way is, is fire, you know, and for me, I put a candle on my altar for fire. So um, I love that. I think it's very easy and accessible, but it's just a really nice reminder of the fire element. If you want, you can also go outside and, you know, if you have like a, you know, a fire pit, do, you know, and have a fire there, that's a great way, especially on the colder um, days still to like light a fire. I know here, like today it's really cold. So I'm like, oh, it would be so nice to have a fire when we're like, just sitting with the dogs outside or something. So that's a good way to bring the fire element in. Um, and then to balance it, use water. So if you're feeling any of the restlessness, impatience, you know, that kind of like anger, frustration, um, arguments, things like that, right? You can use water to balance it out. So water is another thing. You can just, you can put a glass of water on your altar. You can stay hydrated. That's a really great way to nourish through Aries season. Um, and you can do that even um, to affect yourself, but to help the home. So you can, if you need more warmth in the home, you can bring, and I mean like emotional warmth, right? You can bring some fire. If you have too much and there's arguments and fighting and stuff like that, bring in some water, maybe water sounds, the sound of a waterfall or a fountain, right? Anything, it doesn't actually, um, it doesn't actually have to be the thing. It just has to carry the energy and the vibration of it, right? So even like um, we have little fireplaces that actually um, you can have the light of the fire even without the heat. And so it's like, you know, you can even bring that in and it brings this um, energy of the fire in. So there's plenty of ways that you can create it in your space, in your private um, kind of altar space, in your home. So for someone who is not like a candle person, like I know my mom has this like, she doesn't like to light candles. It's like the fire element, right? It kind of scares her a little bit. So someone who like that, who doesn't necessarily like to work with actual fire, 
could they also kind of close your eyes and visualize fire? Definitely. Yes. So it's just connecting to the energy. And remember, we are nature. So all of the elements in nature are inside ourselves as well. I mean, literally, you know, it's like fire and energy and like sparks, electric, you know, things are happening inside each cell all the time. The fire of digestion, the fire of the heart, you know, that's like inspiration, clarity, all of that, that is inside us as well. Um, you know, it's like what keeps you warm, right? It's like we are at a certain temperature and that's our own fire. We, you know, all of these things of passion, desire, inspiration, those are all fire, right? So we can all, um, we can connect to that place in ourselves. I got an intuitive reading once and it stuck with me. She said, um, like the fire in my heart was this kind of, um, kind of like the blue, like lightning blue. And that image of having that blue flame in my heart, just like, I don't know, it just meant so much to me. It was like, I don't know, almost 15 years ago, you know? So definitely connect to that fire in yourself. Cause I think that's the purpose of all of this. All of it is to, to really bring it back to you and your own connection to yourself and to spirit. That is so beautifully said. Thank you for sharing your experience about the blue fire. That's so beautiful. Um, and so just to recap what Rini was saying, you know, to connect into Aries, work with fire. If it's lighting a candle, if it's a bonfire outside, if it's visualizing fire, you know, in, in, in whatever way works for you, connecting into that fire energy. And when you feel an overwhelming of it, you see those shadow aspects coming up, use water to balance it out um, in the same, you know, same way you would, you would use it. So I am so grateful to have Rini here with us monthly, giving us astrology guidance based on our season. Such an amazing, amazing blessing. If you would like to learn more um, with Rini about astrology and healing through astrology, she is the creator of Quantum Healing Astrology, and she has a membership that she just launched, a community to Tune in to Celestial Wisdom, which is the name of the membership, Celestial Wisdom Membership and Community, teaching people how to use astrology as a tool for personal growth and healing. So it's such an amazing space, and Rini is truly wonderful. If you want to connect with Rini, you can find her on Instagram. What is that that tag? It's uh, Rini underscore mystic underscore heart. All right. So Rini underscore mystic underscore heart. You can catch her on Instagram, send her a message. And um, we'll be back next month for Taurus season. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you do not miss an episode. You don't miss that guidance during the astrology seasons. And um, we'd love to get a review from you and get feedback about what you thought about the episode. So lots of love. We'll see you soon. Bye.